Sometimes there are just circumstances that warrant an emergency podcast, even without my podcast partner. This is one of those moments. Locked on Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey again, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me, Jimmy Stein. Well, that would be him, but I can't get in touch with him. Got too much to discuss. Can't wait for tomorrow. Um, as you can probably see in the reflection, I got the SEC title game going on in front of me behind you. And um, I just got a lot to talk about because we needed a, a lot of things to happen for Alabama to be eligible for this playoff spot, right? All those things have happened for the most part. Now, I think it would help Alabama if LSU won. I think it would help Alabama. I don't think it matters about Michigan and Purdue. I should probably just take that out. If Purdue wins, I guess that's good. Um, but I think if LSU wins, that's good because it will give Alabama strength of schedule uh, more credibility. It will move Michigan to the one spot. And, um, therefore, if we get in and we're the four – we play Michigan instead of Georgia, and, Mich- and Georgia plays Ohio State, so that's really cool. The other thing <laughs> that dawned on me, you know, everybody's talking about the the loss to either uh, LSU or, or Tennessee, either one of them that was so close, and they were just painfully close. But I think Alabama's in a better spot now than they would be if they had to play Georgia in the SEC title game because now, um, see, if we play Georgia today, and, I mean, Georgia would be a favorite against us. I think everybody's cool with that as LSU just makes a big first down. Um, I think everybody understands that. Georgia would be a favorite against us. They're, they're probably better than we are this year. Now, it doesn't mean we can't beat them. We can beat them. But I, I think Georgia overall has been better than us this year. So, by by not playing them, if we had played them and lost, there's no way we get in. TCU would obviously get in even with their loss today. But as things stand – because TCU lost and everybody's sort of looking at it like, you know, everybody knows Alabama's better than TCU. That's not even in question. I don't think even TCU fans would doubt that for the most part. Um, it gives everybody something to talk about. So it actually worked out a little better. I hate to even say that out loud because if the committee were to hear that, they'd probably be like, yeah, he's got a point. So we should probably let TCU in. Um, I think if the committee is going to do this by uh, – by the best four teams, Alabama gets in. I don't even know that Alabama is not even more deserving than TCU. TCU is is not is just not that good. I mean, you watch them play; they're not that good. I'll tell you what; I would love to have some of their receivers. Otherwise, I don't know a player that I would swap. I mean, you're not swapping Bryce Young for Max Duggan. You're not taking any of their running backs over any of our running backs. Not swapping offensive lines. Not swapping defensive line or linebackers. Any of that. So, not swapping field goal kickers. <clears throat> so, um, anyway, I just think that's uh, just interesting to me that um, we may have a better shot at the playoff by not playing today versus if we were in the SEC title game. But having said that, LSU is, is doing pretty well against Georgia right now, so maybe, maybe we would have beaten them on that Saturday. And I know most of us would probably prefer – to go ahead and play for the SEC title anyway, because that still means something. So let me say one other thing. I tweeted this out. 
you know, if, if you really have it, first of all, if you're, if you're on the fence about this, there's some people who are like, TCU deserves it no matter what. In fact, uh, Barrett Salee and some others has said Tennessee deserves it over Alabama. I think clear, clearly Tennessee beat us head-to-head. But I would also say Tennessee without Hendon Hooker is not Tennessee. And I think that should be taken into account. It's not like they lost an interior lineman. They lost their quarterback. It's a big difference. Um, they're, they're all-star quarterback. Then uh, – if you want to talk about Alabama and TCU, if you're on the fence, who do you think would win between the two? Is Georgia now apparently has blocked the kick and is returning it all the way? I don't know if it's going to count because I got the mute on. But if Alabama and TCU were to play, who do you think wins? If uh, you had the choice, would you rather see Max Duggan play or would you rather see Bryce Young play? And – I think those things need to be taken into account. Um, when you're talking about something that's this close, there's a razor-thin margin here. And I feel like um, the benefit of the doubt, I guess it you could go either way with this thing. I mean, obviously, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it as Alabama, uh, the Alabama side, but there will be some people that want to take the, um, the other side too. I understand that. All right. I want to tell everybody about Bet Online. BetOnline.net is the place you want to go to get that bet in. It is uh, just an awesome website. You need to go check them out. It's where the game starts. You can bet on baseball, basketball, football, whatever you want. Golf, MMA. They've got it all. College, pro. they got it all at BetOnline.net. It's the absolute best. Go check them out. You will love it. It is a great, great, easy-to-navigate website, easy-to-deposit, easy-to-get money out. Both ways, Georgia does take a 7 nothing lead on a block field goal. Unbelievable. But um, regardless, bet online. Maybe you bet on Georgia to score on special teams. You could have won money with betonline.net. Okay, now, um, I want to give a report from the uh, Super 7. Sorry, I've got I've been having sickness. So that's why we hadn't had podcasts last couple of days. I've been at the Super Seven in Jordan Hare, uh, calling a couple of games for the AHSA radio network, and also uh just taking in some games, doing some sideline reporting and stuff like that. Uh first of all, some unbelievable performances. Uh KJ Jackson from St. James, um, left-handed kid that uh is is Man, his second half was just unbelievable. He Really, he was bottled up in the first half. Uh, and then in the second half, he had five touchdowns. He just started slinging it everywhere. And um, really, really good player. Very, very impressed with him. And um, I, I thought that, you know, he's only a junior. This, By the way, we, we've been raving about Alabama's senior class, the 2023 class. Jimmy and I have in, in 24-7 and on three and rivals. They're all raving about the 2023 class. Maybe the best class in Alabama history. Doesn't mean there's going to be any fall off because uh, lots and lots and lots of juniors and sophomores and even an eighth grader, uh, Trenton Seaborn for Thompson, who I'll talk about now, um, MVP, five touchdowns. You, you all have heard it by now. He's been on national news. But – He's not to his cousin. He's not to his cousin. I, I repeat, he's not to his cousin. There's no relation at all. Good friends, close enough to be family, not related. So I, I keep seeing that. I, I heard the same thing. Uh, that has been triple confirmed that he they are not related. So don't think that anymore. 
Um, but I do believe he's an Alabama kid. At least I hope he is. But there's a long way between uh, now and when he will – I don't even know what class that is, 2027, 2028. I mean, who knows if I'll be here. So uh, I don't want to speculate too much on that, but I do want to give a shout-out to him because he was unbelievable. I thought Tony Mitchell played well. I thought Peter Woods played well for Thompson. Um, they just overmatched Auburn in the end. Uh, the, the, this Thompson team is really good. I know they had some losses this year. doesn't matter. They, they're just good. Um, then I, I'll just go to Ryan Williams. I'll go right there. Um, so, anyway, uh, just uh, Ryan Williams is just ridiculous. He's a sophomore that is committed to Alabama. He is unbelievable. I, I was on the field watching him. His speed is – I mean, you can feel the breeze when he passes by you. A lot of you probably watched it. The games were on PBS. Uh, highlights all over YouTube. I, I implore you to go check them out. I know some people probably doubt, you know, a sophomore can be that good. He does not play like a sophomore at all. N nothing about him says sophomore. He is so much better than that. Um, I have no idea if this will happen. I'm all for his graduating early somehow, some way, and trying to get to Alabama ASAP. Uh, his dad is a, is a former Auburn player, so I don't know. Um, I'm not saying he's going to flip. I think he's very pro-Alabama, but, uh, you know, the timing's kind of weird. This is what worries me, that uh, by the time he actually signs, if he doesn't graduate early, and that's just a rumor by me, um, by the time he signs, um, he will uh, – Hugh Freeze will have been here for three years in theory. Um and will have established himself as a recruiter, and Nick Saban will be three years older and maybe on his way out. Who knows? I'm not saying he will be. I'm just saying Saban will be, what, 73, 74? So, you know, there will be some ammunition to recruit against him. But, uh, yeah, I highly recommend you go check out Ryan Williams' highlights. All right, that's going to do it for this abbreviated podcast. Just wanted to put something together because uh, very exciting. Wanted to have something before uh, the selection show tomorrow. Jimmy and I will do a podcast after that. Good luck to the Tide tonight in basketball. Hey, ladies did a great job making the Final Four in soccer. So a lot of positive things happen at the Capstone. And uh, appreciate you guys listening. Appreciate your patience with us for not uh, having a couple of podcasts uh, towards the end of the week. Until next time, everybody, roll Tide.